This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with a goddess of food writing critique, the one and only Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And, me, and the t- one and only Tariq Moody. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about uh, hot drinks, as you know. Fall is over without a, within a blink of an eye, even though it's not really winter yet. Cold, snowy. So we want to talk about some cool places to get some uh, warm, hot beverages to warm your, your body in this, in this not typical fall weather. Then we're going to talk about a really cool new zero-waste grocery store. Then for those who like brunch, there's a kind of a brunch festival happening this weekend. Uh, other things we talk about is a cool uh, Korean pop-up. And then we're going to talk about a really cool pop-up at Oak and Oyster that you might like. But let's kick it off. As you know, fall is over. Winter's here. And uh, we want to talk about stuff to keep us warm. So we decided to talk about some uh, kind of a roundup of places to get some good hot drinks, specifically the ones that... Uh, are not for kids, the kitties out there. Yeah, and we're not talking to just a cup of coffee either, which you chocolate. may be drinking every day. Yeah, yeah, or hot chocolate, or even hot tea. No, mm-hmm. no, no. We're get, we're thinking a lot more exciting than that, right, Tariq? Yeah. Let's start off with. Uh, I don't know if they're doing it yet, but uh, Foundation Tiki Bar, which is known for their great cocktails, tiki cocktails. Usually about this time, uh, I went to check out their Facebook page. I don't know if they're doing it yet. Monday is a hot buttered rum. It's like this recipe they've had for years and years. And then I think it's Tuesdays or Wednesday. It's a rum toddy, kind of a hot rum toddy. The butter rum is fantastic, and it's just great when it's snowing to have that. And they do it well. I mean, they like like this recipe seems like their like secret recipe. They 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 actually make it at home and they bring it in. So that's foundation. They have two cocktails. I don't know if it started yet, but uh, I think they're probably going to start it sooner than later, based off the weather we've been getting. Yeah. So that's one place. Then you brought up Von Trier. Mm-hmm. Von Trier has a slew, a slew of... A slew. A slew. Do you have a favorite there at Von Trier you like? I do really like their hot buttered rum. It's pretty traditional. It's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. But if I want something that's like a little bit different, that hot butterscotch with the butterscotch schnapps. Yes, I love woo! the butterscotch schnapps. Yummy. And then they have a Kentucky cider, which is bourbon ground clove apple cider yep. with cinnamon sticks. Um, I love a cinnamon stick. That's like so, a nice touch, too, when they add that to it. And then for those who have a sweet tooth, which some of these are sweet, but the Almond Joy, it's like amaretto, Malibu, and hot cocoa topped with whipped, whipped cream. cream. That's a dessert. It's a yeah, dessert drink. Dessert. And some, some of them do end up being dessert drinks. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So, Von Trier, again, too, if you're looking for some uh, warm drinks to warm your soul and spirits and your toes, uh, that's a great place. Great selection of hot beverages. The other place you brought up is County Clare. Has yeah. a nice selection of hot drinks. They do. And what is your favorite? Some there? of them. Okay. Well, you know they have their Irish American place. So I, what I really like is um, what, the way they do a hot cider. Their cider has the Bacardi lemon, mm-hmm. so it has a you know a little bit of a Bacardi, you know, rum. the Bacardi yeah. rum, but a little bit of lemon. And then they do a Celtic honey liqueur in there. Put a cinnamon stick in there, so it's hot apple cider with these different liqueurs in it, and a cinnamon stick. Delicious. But again, they and they have a hot whiskey. You know, you can't go wrong with a hot whiskey. You can't go wrong with a hot whiskey. I mean, you know, cold whiskey is great, but hot just makes it even better. Right. right? Um, they do a version too of Irish coffee, of course. I I wouldn't expect. I would be surprised if they didn't. But I'm going to tell you that I really, I really prefer 
the version of, of um, Irish coffee that Rochambeau does. This mm-hmm. is a tea shop on Brady Street because it's really traditional. Yeah. And when I say traditional, when that is served, it's a soft cream and it's separate from the coffee mm. and it has to stay that way. So there's a, a really specific technique mm. they do to make it like that. So, um, you know, it's 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 really delicious. So, But it's coffee and Irish whiskey and sugar, mm. and then it has that cream on top, yeah. yes? Most people, some people think Irish coffee is also Irish cream, but it's not. It's just Irish whiskey and coffee. Yeah. So we'll continue our conversation on hot drinks. I have a question for you, Anne, so we'll, we'll ask you that question. Um, but we also continue our conversation about the Zero Waste grocery store, the Korean pop-up, and more. Uh, right after this. We'll be right back. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back uh, continuing our conversation on hot beverages. I want Before we go into the other topics, Anne, so I was thinking of drinks that, like, if we had a hot beverage, like, we call a hot Anne, <laughs> or I'd be a hot Tariq. Oh, no. What would be your hot Anne? What, what would you put in your hot Anne? Gosh, I, I, I don't even know. What, would, what do you think I should put Blueberry in Blueberry schnapps? <laughs> okay, so nobody really knows the background on why Tariq, <laughs> except for me, why Tariq would mention that. He does not like blueberries. No, I don't. I don't hate blueberries. Yes, you do. I don't you, go out of my. You, I don't. You pretty much. Said I don't that. go out of my way if someone says, "Hey, I'll, I'm not going to buy blueberries." Uh-huh. If someone offers me a blueberry thing, I'll eat it and tolerate it. I'm just not a fan. Right. Okay. You know? But I, like, what would you right, put in Maybe your I'd hot? put some Irish whiskey in a hot drink. Yeah. Um, I'm part Irish, so maybe I, maybe that has something to do with it. I think it's got to have some sweetness to it, so it's got to be some sugar in there. Um, gosh, you're asking me to almost concoct my own cocktail here, and I, I don't know that I can do it. What? So I I'm would al- have, almost sounding a little bit like I'm going in the direction of an Irish coffee, but that's not that's what I fine. want to do here. I, we I don't just know call that a hot hand from now on. Wow. Okay. So my drink, I have this um, uh, bourbon maple syrup. Mm. So I'll heat that up, uh, and then I have this pecan bourbon, right? Uh, heat, heat that up, a little lemon juice, mix it all together. And then, um, I don't know how would I do it. How would I make a garnish, like pralines? I don't know. Maybe a praline biscuit or something. Or maybe some cream to accent it off. Um, but that would be my kind of drink. I'm still, you, it's just, just still in the head. Right? Have, you, have you tried I actually, this? I actually have a bourbon a maple syrup aged in bourbon barrels. And I do have some pecan bourbon. So I did mix those two. But I was trying to find what kind of cream... What I put in to get it like the creamy, and then I have some pralines, or like maybe take the crumble up some pralines, ground it like a dust, and make it like the like a margarita sugar or salt, and that be the I don't know. Or, but I'm figuring what kind of cream would I put in there? Eggnog would curdle, but that's just be too sweet. Yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, don't. so it needs some kind of creamier. I don't know, but that's that's just a thought. Well, it has to be some pecan thing. It'd be the tariq, huh? Be the hot, hot tariq. Yeah, not as hot as Anne, but um. <laughs> I'm kind of. I mean, it might be. It might be more lukewarm to read. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. But that's the no. that's the drink I'm thinking of. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of pecan, um, pecans, not pecans, you Northerners, um, and I that's my you. fall flavor. Okay. 
Right. You I know, think we should work thing. on these. Let's work on these. Like, let's let's have pecan spice. I, I really lattes. thought you were going to say there was malort in it. No. Hot malort. It has to be cold. That's the thing. You know, it's cold. Keep the malort cold. We can't I hot. know. I know. But I I just thought, no. you know. But the pecan things, I thought that's, you know, Okay. anyway. And I made it without some kind of cream and base. But the idea of having pralines in there somehow, like maybe a praline stick. No. Continuing on on uh, this bites, uh, there's a really cool grocery store uh, that's happening in Walker's Point. And oh yeah, what's the details okay, on that? So what makes it cool? What well, makes it unique? Yeah, I mean, some people might think it's cool. Some people might be like, "Nah, I'm not really into that." But it's a zero waste grocery store. It's opening in Walker's Point. Uh, it's going to be on Fifth Street, and it is going to, I believe, it's going to occupy about a thousand square feet. So not huge. But you wonder, okay, what does zero waste mean? Well, that means, um, okay, you can, presumably, you're going to need to bring your own containers or bags, things of that mm-hmm. nature. They're going to sell a lot of things in bulk. So basically, so in theory, wanting, their, their dumpsters would be empty. They Yeah, they want to cut back on, mm-hmm. on all kinds of waste. And containers are notoriously wasteful. I mean, yeah. you go in a grocery store, and if you're buying greens that are in those plastic you know, yeah. plastic mm-hmm. boxes, I guess is what they're called. I mean, those are obviously really, really wasteful. And there's just so much packaging that yeah. goes to waste in a grocery store. So um, the idea is just to create less trash, less yeah. waste. And um, so uh, so there's going to be, my understanding is there's going to be a lot of bulk bins um, in, in, u- in reusable containers that are going to be brought in by the customers. So, you know, bring in those obviously them themselves other stores i've heard that other zero waste grocery stores have a system where you can put a deposit on a container that they have mm. and if you don't have ones of your own and then you take it home bring it back and then they re, they you reimburse you i don't know if this store okay. is going to do that but that's another what thing about, that other ones do are they doing meat too well okay let me tell you a little bit yeah. more more about this i don't i haven't i don't know about meat and that yeah. would be tricky but um, it's going to have about 200 products to start with a lot of um, Midwest suppliers. Um, and uh, and also they're going to be selling low-waste lifestyle items. So if you want to have like reusable con- to-go containers and reusable cutlery and napkins and cloth wipes and those snack bags that you can reuse, they're mm. going to sell those as well. Um, and... Uh, I also understand that she wants to to learn, or she wants to teach. Um, she, meaning the owner, and her name is Jenna Meyer. Uh, she plans to offer classes and workshops that people can learn about sustainable living. So that's really something that she is all about. I do not know about meat, but she has mentioned she'd like to to offer kombucha on tap and fresh produce. But it sounds to me like it'll be a lot of. Um, uh, pack, you know, ingredients that can be packaged, mm-hmm. meaning non-perishable. That is, that is what I'm guessing. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, I think meat would be incredibly yeah, so tricky, was, and I mean, you'd have like, to have a butcher that? that would be able to handle this. I don't know. I guess you probably put it in like the butcher paper. That's re- you can't really recycle that. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. No. So, hmm. um, I mean, it's honestly it's a step in the right direction if you're you know really wanting to cut back on waste and not. Yeah contribute to the incredible amount of waste that happens in this country but uh, i think it's interesting it's the only one of its kind i mean honestly i know people that do this sort of thing all the time they'll Mm. go to outpost or something with all their reusable stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so um this is just taking it further where the whole store itself is 
Good. Oh, Good no. start. Um, next is for those who love brunch, there is uh, something happening uh, tomorrow at uh, Glass and Griddle, uh, mm-hmm. which is over in the, kind of that Paps complex, yeah. Milwaukee Brewing complex. Um, there is Let's Brunch MKE. It's uh, Milwaukee's, I'm reading verbatim, Milwaukee's favorite brunch sampling event. So it's sort of like a brunch fest, right? Um, it's a, Glass and Griddle is a new location, too. Uh, so, again, November 2nd. So you get to sample brunch favorites and beverages from places like Timmer's Resort, Milwaukee Ale House, Coarse Glass and Griddle, Great Lakes Distillery, OMG Bloody Mary, Saz's, Smoke Shack. Blue Bats, Stella, Valentine Coffee, Milk and Honey, Drift, The Fitz, Build a Breakfast? That's a restaurant that's on Wisconsin okay. Avenue near the convention center. Cafe Mana, that's the vegan place, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and Brunch. Brunch. Which is a brunch place. A brunch place. Oh, Brunch. That's the brunch place that relocated. Yeah. Because of flooding or something? Because of flooding, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so if you're a brunch fan, this is uh, get your brunch on over overdose at Let's Brunch MK at November 2nd. Uh, they have VIP, which you also, the VIP includes a beer mosa, Smirnoff brunch cocktail, and a company, Milwaukee Brewing Company tour voucher. So, again, that's November 2nd at Glass and Griddle. You know, it would be really interesting, and I'm sure someone has done this story, but, like, where did, at what point... And is this a Milwaukee thing? Did brunch become so boozy? I think it's an American thing, but I think Milwaukee kind of upped the ante on it. Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole Bloody Mary garnishes probably kicked it off. Right. But the idea, I like, mean, the concept, I never really heard the concept of day drinking until I came here. Right. right. I also think that in other cities, Bloody Marys don't commonly come with a beer chaser. No, they do not. I learned that, and they don't come with garnishes like crazy. Yeah, either. well, the garnishes So, like, my sure. first Bloody Mary I had in Hawaii, there was yeah. no beer chaser. It was just maybe a lemon lime, celery salt, and celery. Yeah. That was it. Right. That was my first Bloody Mary. Well, yeah. And then when I got hooked, I'm like, oh, I love this. And then I'm going to Minnesota, and I'm like, what, what is all this stuff you put in my Bloody Mary? That stuff. And the chaser comes, and I'm like, what's going on here? It's a Midwest thing. I go When I go other region of the country, some places might... Depends on the bar. They might have a chaser. Like some places in New York do chasers, some places. Um, but a lot of places don't. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to one place and they got a chaser and they looked at me like, what? I can give you a beer. Next is uh, a pop-up with one of my favorite cuisines. Uh, that's happening at Amalinda, correct? Can you tell me the details? Yeah, this is called, uh, well, it, it's a business called, help me out here. Perilla. Perilla. It's a that's an herb. It's a yeah, it's a leaf herb. It's an herb, yeah. That that sometimes is like traditional Korean barbecues. Uh-huh. Instead of a lettuce, they use that to wrap yeah. the barbecue in. It's but kind of a citrusy. Yeah, it has a nice flavor with it. Yeah. But I most flavor, barbecue but most Korean barbecue places don't use that here. I've been to. I've never seen it anywhere. Well, in any event, that's the since the, the business is is um the business name is Perilla Kitchen. Uh, and it's owned by Jenny Lee, mm-hmm. who uh, is, she's a really interesting background. She, um, I guess, she lives in Franklin now. I think originally from La Crosse. Her parents um, are Korean, are Korean immigrants, so they're Korean American. Um, and she used to work at Sanford. Before that, she worked in New York City for one of Tom Colicchio's restaurants, New York City, and one of Jean Georges' Whoa. restaurants. So she's a really here. interesting. Yeah, and she. Graduated from the French Culinary Institute. So this woman's got a, you know, she's got a, a pretty interesting culinary background. 
Um, and she, you know, learned some, you know, to, to cook Korean from Korean cuisine from her mother um, and apparently has really perfected her recipe for uh, Korean beef short ribs. So, well, well, maybe you have to compete. Um, I have to compete with her. Yeah. I'll probably lose out, but. <laughs> well, they're, they're going to be on the menu on this at this pop-up mm-hmm. on November 11th, which is at 6 o'clock at Amalinda, which I, I got to tell you, Amalinda is probably the busiest pop-up location in town. Yeah. I, I Really. I feel like they have pop-ups more than, than other restaurants. They have restaurants. a lot of pop-ups. They're doing the. Yeah. Uh, the, the Which I think rev- is great because they're uh, always. They're always across borders. The, yes. We just mentioned that one. That. Yeah. Um, and there were, they were doing the Arepa ones mm-hmm. too, but. Uh, so anyway, this one um, is going to be buffet style. Uh, besides offering the short ribs, a Korean pork belly in a swite, 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 spicy, spicy sweet, sweet sauce. That's called swite. Um, a salad with Asian pears and I love Asian pears and lime sesame vinaigrette uh, and, and seasonal. I'm sorry. This is something different. Seasonal greens, kimchi made with Napa cabbage. Mm-hmm. Um and there's the, actually this is interesting. This perilla leaves are pickled in soy sauce. Yeah. That is another thing that she does. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's going to have some rice dishes apparently as well. And the dessert is going to be a sesame cake with honey mascarpone whipped cream. Um, and those tickets you're going to want to get them soon are available through Talk. Well, it's Talk through the events page at Anna yeah. Linda. Uh, but this sounds like a great pop up. So you know the secret to which is like short ribs. Which is called? There's different types. There's the turns out it's galbi. Galbi. Um, the marinade is um, well. My marinade is a blended onion and Asian pear with garlics. Ooh, so you, that's so great. You, turns a mush and you marinate. So that's the sweetness. Uh, my friend, who's um, I'm the godfather to his daughter, his mom used I think it was Coke or Sprite, some soda in their marinade as well. Did you like that one? Oh yeah, it's good. I haven't used. I, I haven't would tried it. Love the one with Asian pear. Is it kind of pulpy? Yeah, you blend it down like, you know. So it's kind of it's just a thick marinade. Yeah. So it's like the onions, the pears, marinade uh, mixed together with some garlic cloves, sesame oil, sesame oil. soy yeah, sauce. That sounds great. Um, and you marinate that. I would want to use that on other things. Yeah. So that's the secret. Like that's people don't realize. Uses a Korean pear. So there's it's slightly different. Like you can use other. Where do you Similar get pears. Korean pears? You have to go to Asian, like the uh, Pacific Produce, you have Korean pears. Yeah. But you've not you used the Asian pear. Um, I think maybe the Korean pear might be a little sweeter traditionally. I'm not, don't quote me on that. Um, but there's variations. You can substitute other pears with Sounds it. Sounds really, really right. good. Okay. So, but yeah, I think it's Coke. I can't remember. Some people put in there or the bulgogi. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm a big fan of Korean food. So, so maybe this means she's planning to, you know, chefs do pop-ups, leads to restaurants. So, uh, next, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, speaking of pop-ups. Oaken Oyster, which is the oyster bar that is in the lower level of Third Coast Provisions. I know they've been doing pop-ups. In yeah. fact, they they were doing um, the uh, Crab Shack one. That, yeah. was, that was most recently, and now their new concept that is going to run, my understanding, is probably up through the holidays is going to be this deli, like a New York-style deli. New York-style deli, a little twist on it called 5050? 5050. Which, to me, reminds me of a soda I used to drink when I was growing up called 5050. It was a lemon-lime soda. Maybe that was served in delicatessens? Yeah, I don't think so. Of course, if you're not familiar, Oak and Oyster is the spot that's in the basement, lower level of Third Coast Provisions on Milwaukee Street. 
And uh, so basically they have kind of this traditional delicatessen, but little twist on some of the items. Like they have a lox and everything bagel. I want that right now. And you have a house cured salmon. Like, have you ever cured salmon in your home? No. It's easy. I've done it with salt in this specific tea that has a smoky flavor. So you ground this tea oh, up into this powder and you mix it. with salt. And I think it was like three or four days, I think it oh, took. It and amazing. then basically it's cured. Turned out really good, actually. Um, then they have a pigs in a blanket, smoked kielbasa, croissant, ketchup, beer, mustard, hand-cut steak fries, secret spice, Thousand Island dressing, Yukon gold potato latkes. Um, and then the thing I'm really curious about, because I love chili, is Mike's almost famous chili. Has a black garlic cream with oyster crackers. And then the sandwiches, house pastrami. Are you a pastrami or corned beef person? I like pastrami. Any better? Yeah. I'm a corned beef. You know, it, if, if I, you know, I might get a really good corned beef sandwich and then I'll be like, oh no, it's corned beef. But I think the last time I had pastrami, I was just like, oh, this tastes so good that I'm like all, know, maybe, all pastrami right now. I the, maybe because I just. You like The corned pastrami? beef just, yeah. The corned beef is just. Pastrami is sometimes maybe a little too herbaceous for me. I don't know. A little too. Pastrami is? Yeah. Oh, so you're more the corned beef guy. I'm a corned beef oh, guy. okay, okay, okay. I'm a corned beef guy. But they have a house pastrami. This one has slaw, fontina fondue, caraway, beer jam, smoked paprika, aioli, onion strings, and chala. The corned beef rumen has uh, sauerkraut, guerrero, Russian dressing, pickle juice, rye. I'm a big fan of, I don't like Russian, I actually like Thousand Island on my corned beef. I know people. You like debate. that over Russian dressing? Yeah, there's a debate. Like, Pound Sal, who's always Thousand Islands. Oh, okay. I'd go for Russian. Yeah, I don't. I don't even like Russian dressing. I like Thousand. I think Thousand Island makes it with the Swiss. I think Thousand Island Swiss just or it's just a nice combination flavor-wise profile for me, at least for me. Uh, but it also is on a pickle juice rye. I don't know what that means. Hmm. So, and then they have a uh, smoked turkey country club, which is. Pickle green tomato, Munster cheese, applewood bacon, avocado, iceberg lettuce, Tabasco aioli on a poor boy bun. So those are the choice of sandwiches. And they all serve with the steak, the steak fries. And they also have deli sliders, chicken salad, egg salad, and smoked white fish salad. I, okay, off air, we were talking about egg salad. I do love egg salad. I also really would love to try a smoked whitefish salad because... I think that, it's that dip. They, they make it already. That sounds it's already an oak and oyster. Sure. I think they put it on there. It's all, really good. I'm all over it in a sandwich. I love that. But I'm a chicken salad fan. Yeah. Egg salad. I, I like love, chicken I salad, too. Like, I, don't like, I don't like when people go crazy on chicken salad. I like my chicken salad simple, right? Yeah. Mayo. No. Yeah. No apples. Stop with the stupid apples. Oh, apples. No, no, no. People do apples and stuff. And like, people with grapes in them. Too, yeah. Too I don't eat like just Green celery. onions. Celery. Celery. Yeah. Green onions. Mayo, maybe a little bit of dill. I like a little dill. Yeah, a little dill, uh, maybe celery salt. Ah, uh, celery salt is great. Yeah. That's, that's simple. That's it. Perfect. Anything else? You you just ruined it. Put your keep your golden raisins out of my chicken's house. Oh yeah, no golden raisins. I forget that. No. So, and there's cocktails as well. So there's an egg cream cocktail, an everything bagel cocktail. Oh my gosh! I don't know how I feel about that one. I'm not sure either. So it's 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 tatter cell, cell aquavit. Although I'm intrigued Jennifer, by the celery bitters. Celery bitters, lemon. It could be good. It could be good. It's a you know the name is a little is throwing me off yeah. a little bit, but you know. And then you have a uh, rugelage, it's a pecan and cinnamon infused Ooh. bourbon. They took my idea. I'm suing them anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, pickle martini. Ooh. Were you well, thinking of a the pickle martini makes sense? You know, pick, think about because you get a dry. 
uh, a, a dirty martini, right? The brine, a pickle martini kind of makes sense. So that's going on right now uh, for a limited time. I know that they're going to they're gonna do a holiday theme pop-up after this. So you got a little time okay. to try the deli. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted signing inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites on iTunes, NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the Malort hot. I mean cold. 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 Cool. Have a great weekend. You too.